Hey everybody, welcome to episode 108 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting for nearly 30 years. This week I want to talk about cherry picking or when to dig versus when not to dig. So let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy the show this week. But before we begin, I want to give you the following information. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at DetectingThe or Instagram at The Metal Detecting Podcast. Or if you want to pop me an email to Kieran at TheMetalDetectingShow.com. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link is in the show notes and on the website. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can do so on buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everybody, I hope you had a great week this week. So this week we got through that family event I talked about last week. Some great success. So it's starting to look good for me to start getting out there again. Woohoo! This week I want to talk about cherry picking and what factors are at play when you should or shouldn't cherry pick. Starting with when you shouldn't. Now it's no surprise when you begin detecting you're always advised to dig everything. Every signal is a learning opportunity. And only when you can tell the difference between a trash and a good signal should you start looking at cherry picking. This is very much a trap most detectorists fall into, not advancing from the digging everything phase, making it hard to break that habit later in the hobby. Next, when you shouldn't cherry pick is when the targets are directly proportional to the level of trash. So when the trash is low or zero and the targets are high, then dig everything. Don't cherry pick. Conversely, when the trash is high and the good targets are low, you will need to cherry pick or else spend the day digging trash. Also, when trash is low, it's likely the targets will also be lower. It's a simple fact that the good finds will always be less than the number of trash finds. So the lower the trash, the more you should dig. So you can see cherry picking very much depends on location and site quality, but also is very dependent on the type of target you're looking for. For example, the classic gold ring and ring pulls quandary. Beach hunters will dig everything that smells like a pull tab, simply because pull tabs are made of aluminium or aluminum, which is beside gold on the conductivity scale. And as most metal detectors operate using this scale, then the odds of one of those pull tabs being a gold ring is slightly higher than one. So you should dig them if you're searching for gold rigs and maybe don't cherry pick. However, if you're searching for silver coins or jewellery, then you should ignore these signals as silver is higher on the conductivity scale. In fact, it's the highest, so can easily be cherry picked out of the noise. It's about risk and reward. Risk being finding trash and wasting valuable hunting time. The reward being how likely the target is to being a keeper. Only you can make that calculation. For example, I can smell a 20 cent coin or a 50 cent coin in the ground. As soon as I hear it, I'm going, that's a 20 or 50 cent coin, and be right three out of four times. However, 
depending on how long it will take me to dig it out and the chances of me being wrong that one in four times sets off an internal conflict of am I wasting time here digging up a three out of four chance of a 50 cent coin? So generally I go, if I can get it in the first shovel easily, I'll grab it. Otherwise, I'll leave it. It's not worth the effort. And that brings me to my next point. Time. How much time you have dictates to what level of cherry picking or targeting you can do. Don't be complacent and fall into the trap of, well, I have permission here. I can dig this as many times as I want and dig everything. Unfortunately, you might never get back to that site. Permission might be pulled, you might get injured, or some other detectorist also has permission and will blast through the site, cherry-picking when they have the chance. It's a fact. The less holes you dig, the more ground you can cover. So, if you're digging everything, you're not going to cover as much ground. And because of this, you might not get to that find that will make your day. Remember, it only takes one find to make your day. I have never come home from a hunt delighted that I dug up 100 bits of trash. However, if I came home and I dug up 20 bits of trash and one silver coin, that's a different ballgame altogether. Pick a target type, cherry pick and get to the next target as quick as you can. It's that simple. If you're loosey-goosey and general, when selecting a target, you will have a high level of trash. That's why the people who you love to watch on YouTube or TV are so good. Watch them. If it's someone who only looks for gold rings, they only focus on gold rings. If it's Roman coins, they only focus on Roman coins. And they cherry pick their sights to match this and attune their ears to what they want to find. And 100% disregard everything else. You could take a beach detectorist and put them on a field or vice versa and both will struggle like a fish out of water as their detector is not playing the music they're used to hearing. The same can be said for the type of detector you have. You need to match your detector to what and where you're looking. No point having a great field detector on a beach if you're only going to search beaches, especially if that detector is designed for fields. Most detectors we have try to be all things to all detectorists. However, they do miss the mark most of the time or sit in the middle and not the best they could be when a detectorist is trying to cherry pick. So if you're going to cherry pick, check out what your detector is good at cherry picking or what its natural environment is. Cherry picking takes a lot of discipline and requires that you know what you're looking for and whether the location supports that. You can't really cherry pick if you're just going out hunting for silver but digging every signal that is not silver in the chance of it being something else cool. Which I have to admit is what I do sometimes. However, the days I enjoy the most are the days I go out with a specific target in mind. Coins, silver or relics. That's it guys. Before we go, I want to add some great information provided by Aaron McKeown via SpeakPipe this week. Over to you, Aaron. Hello, my name is Aaron McEwen. Uh, I'm originally from England. I live in America now in Michigan. Uh, I have recently discovered the uh, podcast on iTunes. Uh, love it. Keep up the good work. Just want to say I get a lot of tips uh, each time I go out. 
I've been uh, seriously detecting now for about four and a half, five years. I uh, was just going over your underwater metal detector uh, podcast. Uh, a big thing to a uh, big thing for your listeners is to make sure they know their equipment well, because sometimes you won't be able to see underwater. And occasionally you might not want to wear fins because it kicks up the silt. So if you're looking for a target, you might lose it with all the silt you're kicking up. Uh, I'll send you a picture of a find that I have from the neighbor who lost their wedding ring. Uh, they uh, lost it for four years, couldn't find it, gave up hope. I said, if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind trying to take a look for it. Uh, next thing you know, uh, five minutes of the grid search, I found the wedding ring and they were super happy. I got $50 and two beers for it. So, anyway, keep up the good work. Uh, thanks again. Bye. Thanks, Aaron. Some great advice there, coupled with some very high praise. I really appreciate it. That's it for this week. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.themetaldetectingshow.com, for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. If you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metaldetecting. Also, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail like Aaron did, you can do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link is on the website. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down, good luck, cherry picking and happy hunting.